Sometimes you got to think about that with the New York Giants and Brian Dable and Joe Shane. This is Tim Stewart, Giant Straight Talk, powered by Online Big Blue LLC. Oh, we want to talk about the decision to go with Tyrod Taylor in the second half. We want to talk about the decision about who's going to be under center against the LA Rams. Want to talk about the salary cap. Um, just want to talk about 2024 a little bit. Want to talk about the trust in Joe Shane. And, and it, it's just one of those things that. You know, let, let's listen to the words of Brian Dable real quick about his decision to bench Jersey Shore Tommy. Yeah, no, I made that decision at halftime. Um, just felt we needed, you know, needed to do something to try to spark us. Um, and we were 1-8 on third down, 55 yards passing. And that, that was a collective thing, though, um, you know, for, for everybody. Um, but it's, it's a decision I made at halftime, and that's how we went with it. It's a collective thing. It was a collective decision at halftime. But then he comes out today and says, you know, we're going to have to look at the film. Well, he didn't say that. He says, we're going to have to make an assessment with the coaching staff and reference who we're going to start against the Rams. It's amazing because two weeks ago, right after the game, he goes, we're going with Tommy DeVito. We're going with Tommy. We're going with Tommy against the Eagles. He gives us the best chance to win. Anyone that knows sports, anyone knows football, anyone knows Giants football, anyone knows the NFL, knew Tommy DeVito was not the best option to win, was not the most, I would say, the most, uh, I mean, was, was to me, I, th- I think about this, was that the clearest direction that you should go, was to go with Tommy DeVito against the Eagles? And the answer is no. Maybe his mind was cluttered. Maybe he wasn't thinking properly. Maybe, just maybe, he wasn't using Magic Mind. Everyone knows I love Magic Mind. Proud partner of online Big Blue Sports. It's one of those things that sometimes when you, you know, I, I call it the little green shot. That little green boost of energy. That little th- green clarity. If you're having a problem sometimes, let's just say about your productivity. Of just Let's just say you can't focus. Let's just be honest and say you are, you are just there in the morning. You're going through your routine, but something just doesn't feel right. You're procrastinating. You're just not getting things done. You're just not seeing the clear vision. What do you do? I said it before. Don't drink coffee. There's a coffee solution, or you can have it with a little bit of coffee. That's Magic Mind. It's a little green bottle. It gives you that quick boost of energy. It's that little fun shot you take in the morning. You can also take it anywhere with you. It comes, it comes in that little fun bottle. I, I have literally now incorporated into my morning, excuse me, my morning routine. I like the taste. I see the benefits immediately. I'm drinking less coffee, and everyone knows I love coffee. I seem to be more focused. I'm more productive. I have more attention. My concentration is there. My cognitive skills are beyond approach. I'm almost like a superhero. You know what's in it? So many good ingredients, all healthy stuff, but it's got matcha. Matcha, way less caffeine than coffee. Has additional compounds as well. I'm not going to get on that because I'm not a biochemist, but I know matcha is really good for you. It naturally extends and releases the caffeine. So I recommend it to anyone, of course, Magic Mind that is, anyone that is looking for focus, is looking for clarity, is looking for the ability. You get these little shots they're great. They're great. If, if you have a Sprouts Farmer's Market near you, they're being sold there right now. If not, look, if you don't have a Sprout near you, look down here at the comment section. You can go to magicmind.com backslash NYGST. 
you can use the code NYG20, get a little special product, a little, a little special discount, I should say. Not going to tell you what it is because I want you to go there. I want you to see it. I want you to feel it for yourself. And like I said, I, I, don't, I don't talk about things that I don't believe in. So you know I believe in Magic Mind. Go there right now. You can head, like I said, head over to Sprouts Farmers Markets. You can also go online. You can see down in the comment section, magicmind.com backslash NYGST. Use the offer code NYG20. Start it now. Get focus. Get clarity. Use less coffee. Make yourself just feel better in general. I would like to feel better in general about the Giants. <laughs> I really would. But sometimes these decisions that they make just... <sighs> They just make you scratch your head. And like I said, you got Brian Dables basically saying two weeks ago, Tommy DeVito gave us the best, the best opportunity to win. But now he's like I said, now he's turned around saying, no, he doesn't really, you know, he doesn't really give us the best opportunity to win. We don't have to think about it. Even though Tyrod brought the team down, Tyrod moved, you know, you know, I've all, I finally got this. I finally got the sound effect. Just keep matriculating the ball down the field, boys. He was matriculating the ball down the field. Thanks, Hank. But the problem is, was he mis- not not really? <laughs> he had the big play. He had the big bomb to Slayton. He brought it in. The, the Waller fiasco was sixteen. He took basically sixteen seconds off the clock. You're hurt. You get out of bounds. You run off the field. You find a way. You don't keep burning the clock. We could have at least had three play, two to three plays, at the end of that game. But Brian Dable can't see the forest through the trees. <laughs> He's sitting there like, well, you know. I got, we got, we got to sit down and we got to sit down and we got to talk to the coaching staff and figure out, you know, who, who is the best option against the Rams on Sunday? Really, Brian, do I need to draw you a map? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you can love the Tommy DeVito story, but the, we've talked about it before. The Tommy DeVito story was going to come crashing down sooner than later. And it came down sooner. Now, people are already talking about, well, DeVito's under contract until 2024, and Tyrod's a free agent. Yeah, but the idea is still to win games. You were one for eight on third down with 55 yards passing. The defense made him look silly. They understand the fact you give him the very short pass, and you, you almost dare him to throw the ball deep. To, uh, excuse me, Tommy, that is. Because he can't. When his mechanics break down, he does not have the NFL arm strength to make those throws, Tommy DeVito. We've talked about this. We talked about this a million times. And he's already trying to spin it by saying, well, we'll talk about it with our staff. Said so That's what he said today. We're finishing up reviewing the game. Oh, so he did say he's reviewing the game. <laughs> and we'll talk about it tonight. It's a little bit of different approach from Dable, of course. Dable, like I said, immediately came out and said, after the Saints game, he is our starter. You just kind of, you just kind of scratch your head sometime with Dable. I mean, after that six and two run, what are we like twelve and twenty eight or something crazy like that? I don't remember the number exactly, but it's 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 like we haven't gone into the 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 factor of judging, but we have we we are coming we are going down this primrose path that I'm getting a little concerned about in reference to Dable. I'm getting a little concerned about some of the decision making process. The question always is this, and this question was brought to my attention the other day: When do we start questioning? the decision-making processes of Brian Dable and Joe Shane and his staff, especially Joe Shane. We're going into year three. We're going into year three of the Joe Shane rebuild. We had a fluke start to last year, and then the wheels fell off the bus. The wheels fell off the bus this year. 
if you take a look at a lot of his draft picks, we we've gone through the draft picks of Shane. They're not that impressive outside of a couple here and there. The majority of players he re-signed were Gettleman products. And the guys that he's bringing in, I love the people like, well, he signed Andrew Thomas. No, he didn't sign Andrew Thomas. He re-signed Andrew Thomas. He didn't draft or sign Dexter Lawrence. He re-signed him. Same with Saquon Barkley. Same with Daniel Jones. Same coming up with the likes of Xavier McKinney. Oh, I don't know what we're going to do with Xavier yet. You know, he, he, Dory Jackson is, is a Gettleman retread. Darius Slayton has been on this team forever. So a lot of the guys he's bringing back are guys that are Gettleman guys. And we look at a lot of the guys that we brought in, like Ashawn and Nacho. Bobby Okereke was a winner, but we talked about this before. You overpaid for Bobby Okereke. Look at what the Bears put out for their off-the-ball linebacker. You, 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 almost over, you almost overpaid Okereke by 3 to $4 million a year. But sometimes you have to do that to get talent. You, but you didn't, he hasn't been, he hasn't been hitting on a lot of players. Hasn't been hitting on free agency. The, 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 the management of the salary cap has been in question because he had to trade. King of the almost sack. To Seattle because of the fact that we need a cap space and he could tell me all you want. Well, we gave Leonard the option not to go. No, you didn't. You needed the cap space. You didn't have this cap space to sign players or a quarterback. You need it to cap space. If you want, I've said it. How many times have we said, don't piss down my leg and tell me it's raining. How many times have we done this? That's why you got Leonard Williams. You needed operational cap. We've said it. It's operational cap space. That's the, that's a phrase that we've coined here. And I love it because I see a lot of other people down in the NFL using it, which cracks me up. It's the operational cap space. That's why you did that because Yes, you you were in cap purgatory, but some of the things that you have done, some of the things that make kind of makes you scratch your head. You got $55 million in a dead cap number this year, right now. You got about $5 million in cap space. And everyone knows I love the cap. I love math. I, I, I am a, I'm a mathologist. <laughs> I guess I don't know what you would call me. I just like math and I like numbers. They soothe me at times. And, and everyone always says, you know, I hate when you do a salary cap video because of the fact that the majority of the time, majority of the time, and they all be like 99.9% of the time, you're 100% right. That I've predicted the salary cap and the salary cap issues going on back the last four years. And I remember when I kept telling people with all with the Kenny G signing and all the other signings that we were going to be in cap purgatory and everyone's like, oh, you know what you're talking about. And then the wheels fell off the bus and people are like, well, okay, well, anyone could have talked about that. Well, no one else did but me. So let's look at the cap. You got to look at some of your big signings. Before we do, let's look at some of the big signings for our old buddy Shane. Darren Waller. The big trade. Of course, he came over because of the wedding. Wasn't because he was overpaid. Had hamstring issues the last two years in a row. The Raiders were just, the Raiders pretty, pretty much knew they were in a rebuild, so they were trying to dump him. But it was the wedding. That didn't work out. You got to look at old Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell. Uh, <laughs> I had high hopes for Paris Campbell. I really did. I, I thought if he stayed healthy, which he has, that he could be a contributor. He's nothing. You got Glowinski, who's garbage. I mean, that's that's just Ashawn and Nacho, like I said, just aren't there. You know, you got the Scottish Hammer who who has his up and downs. You got Matt Burita. You got Carlos Basham, 
I'm, I'm so glad when we traded for Carlos. I remember, I remember, donde esta Carlos, por favor. I remember when we traded for Carlos, how people were excited about it. I didn't see it. Didn't see it. Thought he was slow. Isaiah Simmons looks good. Will you bring him back? It really is going to depend if you bring back Xavier McKinney. You got Pinnock, who looks good. Isaiah Hodgins, he's just falling off the bus. And then I look at some of the likes of drafts with McKeithen, Gray, and Hawkins. I remember Hawkins was the golden boy. Everybody loved Hawkins. Same with Jordan Riley. They were going to be awesome. They were going to be spectacular. They just disappeared. They're gone. (laughs) So, I mean, the talent he's been bringing in, Shane just isn't there. We need the building blocks. I remember, like we said, we talked about it when he drafted McKayvon and Neal. You know, every, how could you screw up the fifth and seventh pick of the draft? Well, you might have. Neil may have to be moved to guard. Kayvon, I, I didn't like the fact to talk about that he took plays off in Oregon, but he's you watching him now, no matter what Carl Bang says, he takes a ton of plays off, takes games off at times. So the cap got mismanaged. I'm not saying the cap got mismanaged again, but I think the cap once again was an issue in 2023. And I think a lot of that had to also do with Shane. Then you look at the cap space going into 2024. Yes, there will be an adjustable cap space, but already right now we're saying the cap is not going to rise as much as they thought. So let's just say it's at 248. Let's just use that as an example. You you have right now only 38 players under contract. And your active contracts is almost $200 million. You already have $11 million in dead cap space next year. You're probably going to roll over, uh, I would say, between six and seven million. With the rule of 51, you are already looking at 210 million. And let's say it's two. So you're looking at 210 million. So you're looking at maybe anywhere between 36 to 38 million dollars in, in cap space with the rule of 51. You you are gonna you have guys on this team that aren't going to be back. You know it. But the problem is this: you look at your top guys on this roster. Daniel Jones right now is taking up almost 19% of your cap space. Andrew Thomas is going to be almost 10. Dexter Lawrence is almost nine. You got Darren Waller, who's probably going to be gone, but he's still got a $7 million dead cap number. is going to be 5%. O'Kara case, almost 5%. And then you got Thibodeau at 3%. So once again, we are top heavy with the top five guys on this team. And the biggest issue is your quarterback. You have almost 30, 38 to almost 40% of your cap space tied into your top five guys of Jones, Thomas, Lawrence, Waller, Okereke. Tied in. Jones is coming off the injury. Thomas has not played as well as we thought he would this season, but I think that has to do with the injury. Dexter Lawrence has been a stud. Waller's garbage. Okereke has been, has been good to great at times. Not great, but he's been ext- good to very good. But like I said, we did overpay, and he still has a he still has eleven million dollar cap number. Was seventeen? Excuse me, cap hit with a seventeen million dollar dead cap number. You could probably you could move on from Darius Slayton, but that's only going to give you one point seven. You're probably going to move on from Graham Gano, but the problem is Graham's got almost a ten million dollar dead cap number. You could you're probably going to move on from Glowinski, but that's only he's only got a dead million. He's only got a one point five million dollar dead cap number. Gets a seven million dollar cap hit. So you could still you could still matriculate this money. And you can still move the cap to maybe like 45, 46 million, if more, if not a little bit more than that. But then you also have to remember you still have a a almost a you have a bonus, a restructure bonus 
of almost $3 million for Darren, uh, excuse me, for Dory Jackson. So Dory Jackson's going to be gone, but you still have a $3 million number for him. It's that's, that's just sitting, that's just sitting there. That's just sitting there waiting for that's a $3 million dead cap number, no matter what. And you're going to have to take a look at some of your own free agents. I mean, are you going to bring back Isaiah Simmons? Isaiah Simmons, you know, he's, he's played, he's played well. I don't want the giants to overbid on their own market value for Simmons. I mean, I, I, if, if anyone paid Simmons more than $9 million, I'd be shocked. Dory Jackson is going to be on the market and people are going to go after Dory Jackson. I think you're probably going to look at at least, you're probably going to leak. I would say anywhere between 11 to 15 for Dory. Saquon Barkley. I think his cap. No, I think his cap value has gone down. He's not going to get that $10 million, but if people remember, you're going to have to tag him again. And do you really want to tag Saquon Barkley again? Is that really in your mindset? But the question is this, if you go out and get a free agent quarterback, that would probably be beneficial to have sake, like someone like Saquon Barkley. So do you really want to have him on a second year tag though? Do you try to work out something with Saquon Barkley where he, he takes a little bit more money, a little less money up front and you extend the contract through and people keep forgetting this. Everyone always talks about the first round draft choices. That's great. But the problem is this, those draft choices, especially in Thibodeau and Neil, their contracts accelerate every year. So your cap number is going to be higher and higher each year for Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau. So you got to, you got to think about that and you're not moving on from either one of them because you got $18 million dead cap number in Kayvon and $14 million dead cap number in Neal. So, you know, both of them going into year three, they're going to be here for at least two more years unless they don't pick up that fifth year option. So the way the cap is constructed right now, you got almost 40% of your cap tied up into five guys. You have 38 players under contract. And like I said, even if you go up to an adjusted cap, it's let's say 248, you have almost 200 million in current contracts. And with an $11 million dead cap number right now would be a $6 million rollover, but we don't know where we're going to finish. We probably will finish out at 6 million. So, like I said, with the rule of 51, your adjusted cap space is going to be around 210 million. Already, already, already signed off on, already, already taken off the books. Which is going to leave you about the, between 36 to 38 million. And like I said, there are moves that you can make. You probably get it over 45, if not a little bit higher. But then when you do that, you're probably only going to have 32 players under active contract. And you're going to have holes to fill in the offensive line, potentially two guard positions and a tackle. You're going to have to go find yourself another corner. You potentially may have to find yourself two safeties and you're still going to need to find some linebackers. You're going to have to find some true defensive ends. You're still going to have to get some wide receivers. You, you really do need a quarterback. We've said this before, but the Jones contract, everyone was like, you know, not everyone, not everyone. I should not, I should not paint with such a broad stroke, but a lot of people said, what a great deal. Cause it's only 90 something million. We can get out in three years. And I kept telling people that if he imploded this year, we did so many videos. If we, if he imploded this year, that it would be at least three to five years before the giants were relevant again because of what he is going to do to the salary cap in 2024 and 2025. So unless you decide to, unless you have so much confidence in, in, in Daniel Jones, that you restructure his deal. Cause he's got a $22 million dead cap number in 2025. Do you understand we right now 
that he's got, like I said, he's got a dead cap number of 22 million in 2025. <laughs> so even if you restructure his deal and try to roll over the dead cap number space, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to give him another year and guarantee his money. So he would still have to be here in 2025. So you would have another two, we would be going on year seven with Daniel Jones on this roster. People talk about how Eli Manning stole money on that last contract. Daniel Jones steals money. He doesn't even use a gun. One average season, he gets paid like he's like he like he is one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Then he stumbles, he fumbles, he goes to one and four, and then he gets injured. And now he may be back for training camp. He may not be back for training camp. Lord only knows. But looking at this salary cap and looking at the potential issues in 2024. It should, it should be something that scares all fans because if he, Shane does not start hitting on these draft choices, this is going to be year three of his drafts. If he doesn't start hitting on these, when can we start to question his ability to find talent? We've already seen that he's got an issue finding talent in, in, in trades and free agency outside of one or two players, but I just don't see the talent assessment right now that everyone else does. We got the new year coming up in a couple days. So happy new year to everyone else. We're going to have a, a bunch of fun stuff with our partners. So make sure you make sure you stay tuned for that as well. And as always, this is Tim. This is New York Giants Straight Talk powered by online big blue LLC. Don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell. Cause you want to know why that'd be awesome.